Welcome to the Happy, Healthy, Strong podcast. Our goal is to equip you with the knowledge and tools you need to make lasting changes in your health. Society has trained us to think that Western medicine is the answer to long-term health, but this approach only treats symptoms and never addresses the root cause. Without a new approach, our community will experience unnecessary sickness and suffering. We teach the functional health model to educate and empower listeners on their journey to a happier, healthier, and stronger life. My name is Paige, and I'm a certified holistic health coach. I'm joined by my co-host, Dr. Alex Arguello, doctor of chiropractic and functional health practitioner. Join us as we unpack some of the most pressing health challenges facing our community today. Welcome back to the Happy Healthy Strong podcast. We're taking a little break today from our series that we've been going through um, as we've been looking at the foods on the Restoring Human Diet. It is December 9th as we record this. We will post it in a couple of days. And so what is at the top of everyone's mind right now is definitely Christmas and holiday busyness and all of that. So we thought it might be a good idea to take a break from our other stuff and talk practically about just all the things going on around the holidays. A lot of people find that this is a super stressful time for them. Um, And so just some ways that you can fight against that. Yeah. Yeah, I used to do a a talk um, probably 10 years ago or so. I started doing this talk. It was just healthy through the holidays. And it was primarily focused on food, you know, because I was doing nutrition talks and stuff. So I would say, okay, I'm teaching all this stuff about nutrition, but then when it comes to the holidays and there's all this food that you got to eat, what do we do then? Um, But a big piece of staying healthy through the holidays is also um, where your stress level's at. Yeah. Right? Where you're at emotionally, mentally, um, relationally. All those things are important if you want to stay healthy through the holidays. So that this was a big deal. There's a lot of kind of... Maybe you'd call them experts or now probably you'd call them influencers online mm-hmm. um, that talk about why people get so sick during wintertime. You know, it's not because the flu is running rampant. It's because people's immune systems are so worn down because of what they do throughout the holidays. So from really Halloween all the way through New Year's, there's a bunch of different times where, you know, you're not doing anything good for your immune system. <laughs> Right, with the food and the stress and yeah. the schedule and all of that. So maybe right. we should briefly talk about like principles to keep in mind with food, but then we also want to focus on the stress management and stuff. So what comes to mind for me with the food around the holidays is don't let the excuse of like it's the holiday season like take yeah. over your whole entire like month of December. Right. Um I would say absolutely on Christmas or on whatever days that you're celebrating with your family. Mm-hmm. Don't feel stressed about what you're eating, like just enjoy. This is that is the time right. to enjoy food on occasion, yep. like whatever regardless of nutritional value. Yep. But I think if People are prone to backsliding basically around the holidays. It's because it's like, oh, well, there's this cookie exchange and like I want to make memories for, you know, my kids. So we got to bake all this stuff. And so like 
if you do want to do some stuff like that, totally, absolutely participate. But those are great opportunities to find ways to um, like use recipes that have real foods rather than your right. typical, you know, standard sugar cookie. Um, this year, I'm going to be trying sourdough sugar cookies. Whoa. I've got a sourdough starter going. Okay. So I don't know how that'll turn out. Last year, I did... Um, some like AIP, which is autoimmune paleo friendly sugar cookies. And they were made with just maple syrup, cassava flour, a couple other things. And they turned out really good. And like we still got the experience of, you know, cutting out the little shapes and that sort of thing. So just like use those opportunities to kind of press yourself and challenge yourself and how you can. And then maybe you can like share some great recipes with people who typically don't right. pay attention to that sort of thing and be a good influence on them as well. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think even as you get into something like that, when we're also, when you bring in the whole stress level thing, like if you can be somebody who can try those new recipes <laughs> and enjoy learning something new, enjoy testing it out, all that stuff. But if it's like, Oh man, I ruined everything. If I can't make it, sure. <laughs> I can't get these right. Then that's just also something you want to be want to be thinking through yeah yeah right totally so yeah just um and i mean i'll just put a plug in for myself here but that is what i do on a day-to-day basis is the accountability coaching and helping people through you know difficult times like this to like stay on track and Mm -hmm. just to keep them motivated and so if you feel like that is something that you would benefit from this might be a great time of year to to start up with coaching with us so um otherwise this is a time where you want to so we always say give the body what it needs stay away from what it doesn't i would say this is a time to give the body extra what it needs because you're not always staying away from what it doesn't so Mm -hmm. that brings to mind just maintaining good habits that you have around hydration sleep movement good nutrition i was thinking maybe this is a good time again don't want to try to like start a bunch of new stressful habits or anything, but like really little simple things like drink a cup of bone broth once or twice a week, or even in my opinion, something even easier than that would be like, just start doing some organ meat capsules Mm -hmm. and just like get that extra nutrition in super easy, um, into your body to just like give it a little bit of extra. Yeah. Yeah. Those are great ideas. If you're going to go off the deep end, with the not staying away from what it doesn't, then try to balance it out, you know, with giving it more of what, what it does need. And if you haven't been doing some of those things, these are great times to start the mm-hmm. bone broth, the organ meat stuff. All those things are great. Yep. And then sleep, especially sleep is super important. I am guilty of sleep being the first thing to go usually as like a, a textbook overachiever. I'm like, eh. It's fine. I can just stay up late or I can just wake up early and do it. You know, like I, that's just like the thing that is last priority usually for me, but then that always catches up and especially talking about stress, like your mood, your function through the day, like your mental health and also like physiologically. Right. Lack of sleep. Right. Yeah. That's, I mean, I think a, a lot of people just in the type of culture that we have that we talk about all the time are just prone to this missing out on sleep. But as things get busier, which they typically do during this time of year, 
yeah, that probably is going to be the thing that goes first. So just be intentional and try to fight against it. Right. Um, another, okay, we already talked about the food. So, yep. Okay. Next thing to keep in mind for just emotional health, I would say something that probably stresses a lot of people out is like the pressure of making this a great holiday and like you're especially if you're a mom maybe you're feeling the pressure to like create all these traditions for your kids and mm-hmm. the all of that sort of stuff so i would just um stop stressing about the details and remember of course what the holidays are all about mm-hmm. if you are a believer then you know your purpose on christmas is to glorify god and enjoy him forever and that is ultimately what the holiday is about and for everybody i think everybody could agree that it's all about joy and like having a lot of joy in the season and so anytime that the pressure catches up to you i mean it's easier said than done but stepping back and thinking about like okay what is the purpose and what do I want my kids to remember? Do we want the kids to remember like mom stressing out and like having to make everything perfect or like laughing about things that didn't go quite right and letting go of some of the things that maybe traditions that don't make sense for your family anymore and just kind of rolling with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's all great. I mean, the, because uh, it, it, it is good to, to, you know, come up with traditions, come up with rhythms, healthy rhythms, um, you know, we try to do uh, at throughout Advent season, we allow the kids to just pick a bunch of things that they would want to do during Advent season. Obviously, go look at Christmas lights, you know, make um, come up, do spend a day making baked goods, which I think they're actually doing today. Um, just a bunch of different stuff. We'll actually go out to eat every Sunday in Advent. Mm-hmm. So they get to pick a different restaurant and do that. So That's we try fun. to yeah try to come up with just fun things that, that we know that they're going to look forward to during the season. Um, but because it is out of normal rhythms again it can be it can be stressful so yeah always having the right mindset remembering what we're doing why we're doing it you right. know, and, and trying to be, it's just, you know fight for joy is what you want to be going to be doing during this time yeah I, one of our or like a tradition that my family has always done is especially me and my dad we always would make these chocolate covered pretzels on christmas eve and i really wanted to continue doing that with my kids because that's been a really special thing for me and my dad to do. And last year, I think there was just too much. I had just had a baby like a month before Mm -hmm. Christmas and it was just like, I way stressed myself out with trying to make all these real food. I tried, I did like real food versions of all the sides for um, Christmas dinner. So like green bean casserole, sweet potato casserole. It's a lot of work to do all of that from scratch. And I was like, I just can't do the pretzels this year (laughs) and it's going to be okay. Like, so it just got dropped. You know what? They're not, no one's going to remember. Like I'm the only person that even cared about it. And if we keep it going most years, then it's still going to continue on and live in, you know, right. their memories so absolutely um kind of along those lines too i feel like social media can be it's always kind of can be such a toxic place for comparison but probably especially during this time like with what all the things people are getting for their kids like picture perfect gift wrapping and houses and all just and even like the fun traditions and like Things that people are genuinely posting to share like fun, 
you know, family, great ideas and things like that. But if you are caught up in the comparison game and it's making you feel more like unworthy and all of that, it's probably a great time to do just like a fast from social media and just step back from all of that and just like, okay, live your life with your family rather than living vicariously through these other people. Yeah, like you said, I think people are always prone to that. So the whole fasting from social media thing, I mean, for a number of different reasons, but if you even just think about your your health, your general health, um, doing an occasional fast of that is always a good idea. And maybe this is uh, one of the times that you would do that because, again, you if you know yourself and you know what people are going to be posting and it's going to stress you out, just you know, be intentional, again, about that. and know if you need it or not just try to be honest with yourself about it because mm-hmm. again it, it, you just there's so many things that, that come up during the season that can lead to stress you want to be figuring out okay what are potential what are all the potential things that can happen that are going to take me away from being able to enjoy this time of year and some of them just have to be cut out mm-hmm. you know we say I say this with toxins I say this with things that can be stressful is yes we want to try to minimize them um, as much as can but some of them just have to be absolutely eliminated right unfortunately even some foods have to be absolutely eliminated for for some people so you just have to know yourself well enough to know okay is it something that i can still participate in but minimize it so that it doesn't become stressful or just something i just have to completely remove myself from right yeah yeah and it never hurts it sounds daunting to like completely fast from it but honestly once you start doing it you will probably be like i think I want to do this longer than I had planned on because it's you know you're spending so much more time like being present with your family and personal experience but (laughs) um, another thing I was thinking of that has been stressful for me in the past and I think other people maybe would be stressed as well would be gift giving Um, and so one thing that uh, just a couple of ideas here it's already December 9th, though, so maybe it's too late. But <laughs> you can always just tuck these away for next year if you've already done all your shopping and stuff. Um, but we, in my family, all of the, my extended family, all of the adults who are getting together for Christmas, we just do a drawing name style gift exchange. Mm-hmm. So the end, just put a $20 limit on it. So you don't have to stress at all about getting every person a gift like financially it's way easier practically it's easier because we make it's like on an app or whatever where we make like a wish list Mm. the person i'm gifting for this year got put one thing on the wish list and i'm like you gotta at least put a couple (laughs) things so you don't know what you're gonna get but okay i guess i'll get you the one thing that was like $18. $18. So, you know, it's right. whatever. But anyway, that can be a really good way. You should share what do, what does your family do with all the kids? Because I've heard with large families, like kids draw names for each other so that like it's not six kids all having to get right. five gifts for each other. Right. Yeah. What do you yeah. So, so both of those things you mentioned, we, so with Emily's side of the family and wife's side of the family, um, you know, all, all her brothers and sisters and, uh, brothers-in-law sisters-in-laws um we do a gift exchange thing where we just pick names and get some you know each of us are getting uh, one person a gift and also use this app thing for the first time this year um and then in my family i have six children yeah we we uh 
do a gift exchange with them. They all pick a name and so that they're yeah. only getting one person. They try to involve uh, Duke, our dog, this year. Aww. But then I was like, Keller, can Duke get anybody else a <laughs> gift? <laughs> right. <laughs> who's, who's taking the dog shopping? <laughs> but yeah, so this will... Well, we got him last year for Christmas. Oh, so this cute. is the first year he can participate in Christmas, according to them. <laughs> but yeah, Special. that's what that's what we do. Because okay. that, 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 yeah, that just, they're still getting, they're, you know, still participating in, in giving somebody a gift. And they're, they're still obviously receiving a gift from family members outside mm-hmm. of us. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. And then as parents, another good one is to just put a limit on the number of gifts for the kids. So my parents did this all growing up. We had three gifts, mm-hmm. something for your body, something for your mind. So body would be, I don't know, clothes, clothes or something. something. Yeah. Yep. Mind, book, maybe a movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Soul would be something faith-based. I guess that would probably be, be more the book route, but I don't remember all the specifics, but that's what my parents did for us. We didn't feel lacking in any way, only getting three gifts um, yeah. because Honestly, I knew that they were all three, like, well-thought-out gifts. You know, my mom put a lot of just, like, okay, you know, really intentional gifts. Um, So it was just three things. But there's also a four-gift limit where you could do something they read, something they wear, something they want, and something they need. So if any of those sorts of things help you just, like, rein it in a little bit, I totally have found myself getting excited. Like, you're scrolling on the target app or whatever and they have all these sales and it's like oh my kid would love that my kid would love that it'd be so fun to and you can easily get out of control in in like wanting to just genuinely like bless the kids but like okay rein it in a little bit for the budget and just for yeah you don't want them to think it's well i mean and again i have six children my oldest is 19 years old so i've done the whole Christmas thing for a while yeah and you of course want to bless your kids I think that's a, a good and necessary thing to to show them during, especially during this time to be blessing them giving them good gifts but the amount of times that we've got th- them just amazing back to the whole what they want here's what they want at this particular time in their life we get it for them and then a month later you would never know that that thing oh, <laughs> so frustrating and you're like that costs how much <laughs> Yeah, I mean, again, clothes. You want to get them good clothes. They outgrow them. You know, all that. They, all my kids now. You know, th- they love shoes because my boys love shoes, and <laughs> they just outgrow shoes so easily. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, again, you want to bless them, but definitely don't want to be stressing out over trying to get them everything that they that they want because it's they're probably not going to want it for very long. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. That's yeah. so true. Um, and then, so, oh, okay. Setting boundaries. So this is just setting boundaries maybe with extended family and some of like the expectations of how much time or where you're going to be at certain times and all of that and pre-planning like out your schedule. Also setting boundaries around your personal schedule of busyness. Like maybe you just say no to, you know, that cookie exchange or whatever for your sanity if you just need a night to relax. Mm -hmm. Um, Something around this that we have decided to do is, well, we have extended family who is really far away and we have spent one Christmas with kids with them so far. And we, after that, we kind of decided 
we really want our kids to remember waking up, you know, in their own beds on Christmas morning, like coming down the stairs of our house. We want them to go to the Christmas Eve service at our church rather yep. than like some random church in yep. New York <laughs> right. that we don't know. And like we want those to be core memories for them um, just because we that's, you know, we place all the weight of the holiday on Jesus's birth and church and everything. And so it's really foundational that we be like with our church family mm-hmm. around the holiday. So we've set a boundary of we are not going to visit during um, like on Christmas. We're happy to go around the Christmas holiday, but we have set a firm like we want to be home on Christmas. Yeah. So that's kind of an example of that. Do you guys have any like thing like that that you've had? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and that, that can, de- that can, this can definitely be the, one of the stressful things about the holidays is just because you have, um, just families, you have so much family that you want to, that you want to be around and family that wants you to be around and, but you can only be one place <laughs> at a time. So we, for Christmas, we've typically, well, when Emily and I first were married, um, and had younger kids, we would be in Dubuque where she is from with her side of the family for typically a couple of days leading up until Christmas Eve. And then we would always drive back Christmas Eve night. So because we wanted the same thing for our kids, right? We wanted to wake up Christmas morning and then be at our house and have that rhythm set. And then my side of the family is Christmas day. Um, so we did that for a long time. And then when Emily started working for the church, she had to be at the Christmas Eve service. So we missed probably for like the first six or seven years, we were never at Christmas Eve Hmm. um, service at church, again, which is a big deal um, and and something we we desired to be at, but we also wanted to be with family and um, thought that was necessary. So so we've made that transition in the last few years, again, since Emily started. Um, So what we're doing this year, and this kind of shows how important it is to us, because this year, uh, Christmas Eve is a Sunday. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have our regular Sunday gathering um, Christmas Eve morning. So we'll be in Dubuque prior to that. We will drive back so that we can be um, at our Sunday gathering. Um, I do liturgy that day anyway, so we've got to be there. Um, and then we're going to go back to Dubuque to spend more time, and then we're going to come back <laughs> to Davenport oh for, this, for the Christmas Eve um, evening service. And so that we can be home for Christmas okay. day too. So, yeah, it's which again that's going to bring stress. I was going to say that's also, a busy day, but yeah, it's a busy day. But we enjoy, you know, being with family, and and we know they enjoy us being around. So, it's important. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna prior- find other ways to minimize stress. Right, prioritizing <laughs> the things that matter. Um, yeah, that's awesome. So I have just one more tip to rein it all in. And this is something that I recently heard, which I think is like the coolest thing ever because it's actually one of those things where it's a verse in the Bible and then they've proved it with science. Sure. And it's just like, that's so cool, you know? Um, So you, the biggest tip to combat anxiety through the holiday season is to have a heart of gratitude. Your brain cannot physiologically respond to anxiety and gratitude at the same time. So the Bible, you know, says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, which Mm -hmm. supplication is 
giving thanks. Um, let your request be made known to God. And so that is just like so cool to me that you can force yourself basically out of an anxious state by thinking of things that you're grateful for. So anytime that you feel, at, for me personally, this practice, I've intentionally worked on this a lot over the past couple of months. So anytime like anxious thoughts come, it triggers that my brain thinks of something I'm grateful for in the moment. And especially if I can think of something I'm grateful for about the situation that's bringing anxiety, like that's bonus points, I guess. Um, But yeah, so if you can just like start to kind of have that trigger of I'm feeling anxious, I'm feeling stressed. What am I grateful for right now in this about this? And just like force your brain out of that mode. Yeah. I think that's, that's, that's incredible. And just to add a, you saying that made me think of something else that I used to talk about a lot. So if you think of, so there's thoughts, we understand thoughts, right? There could be negative thoughts or positive thoughts. So I would put the, you know, stressful stuff, negative stuff in one category. And then what you said about gratitude in the positive category. So your brain is receiving both of those things and you can kind of shut down the stress response by, by gratitude. That's kind of what you just explained. Another thing that can happen, though, is in the, some people that teach this call them body thoughts. So if you've ever seen anybody who's kind of has really bad posture, maybe their head is down, they have you know bad facial expression, all that stuff is negative body thoughts. And that encourages that kind of vicious cycle of getting into the stress response, which yeah. is then probably going to make you think more negatively and you're just going to go down the, the road of being stressed out. Movement would be a positive body thought, right? So just even good posture, standing up straight, right? Chest tall, those type of things, looking at somebody in the eye, but then of course moving your body in the form of exercise or walking, whatever. So if there ever is a time where what we're talking about is we're trying to prevent stress by, you know, being intentional during the season. But if you do get into one of those ruts, then yes, absolutely gratitude, but go for a walk and and, and be, be thankful or move your body and be thankful. Those are kind of two ways of getting out of that mm-hmm. vicious cycle of stress. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully this is helpful for you guys. Um, we hope that everyone has a great Christmas season. And if you guys have other topics you would like us to cover, go ahead and send those in. Um, please share this with someone else who might find it helpful. And we'll talk to you next time.